rewarding careers, experiences of a lifetime. Explore Travel PT at ariusmedical.com. A-U-R-E-U-S-Medical.com. NPTE StudyCast. Welcome back to NPTE StudyCast. Uh, we bring in Will Crane from ptfinalexam.com. Will, welcome back to the show. Always a pleasure to be here, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Doing some more Q&A example episodes. Students love these when preparing for the NPTE and they love cheat sheets and free stuff. So we've got an option for them to get a cheat sheet from you at ptfinalexam.com slash studycast. What comes with that? The StudyCast cheat sheet that we're handing out. This is a the key tips you need to know in order to answer multiple choice questions correctly. Obviously, there's a ton we could go into. I mean, some people, clearly you can find books and books about study strategies, study questions. I try to distill that all down to a one-page cheat sheet just to give you a good idea of what to do as you go through each of these questions. And so, again, if, you, if it can become a part of your process and become automatic, then you stand higher chance of passing that NPT and getting the highest score possible. Love it. And we're going to go through one of those processes right now. And again, to get that cheat sheet, ptfinalexam.com slash studycast. You also get 10% off all the different courses that Will offers at ptfinalexam.com. Well, let's give them an example and walk them through the process of what you teach students and how to dissect a question. Why don't we start with the prompt? Sure. Jumping right into the question. While examining a patient with a traumatic brain injury, the physical therapist notes that the patient responds to painful stimuli inconsistently. When a stimulus is introduced to the patient, the patient responds with gross body movements and vocalization. The patient is unable to follow simple commands. Which of the following Rancho Los Amigos levels of cognitive functioning does the patient best fit? All right. So make sure, as always, we mentioned, make sure you're trying to answer the question that they're actually asking. So after you read the prompt, do you have students go back and really trying to parse out exactly what's being asked before you start going through the the, uh, answer choices? Right. So I call this the Will Crane method. This is where you read the question once, getting at least some idea of what it's asking. Read the question twice, looking for the key bits of information. Now, you can either just make a mental list. You can highlight the text with your cursor, whatever it is, just to highlight the key bits of information. And then that final time you look at the question is just to make sure that you read that prompt correctly, asking which is the best fit, which is the least, which is the worst, most. They always bold and capitalize that keywords to make sure you're answering the right question. And again, that's that's to show you the NPTE not there to trick you, it's there to test you. So with that prompt, let's go to the uh, the answer choices. And again, this is which of the following Ranchos Los Amigos level of cognitive functioning does the patient best fit? Number one, automatic and appropriate. Answer choice two, confused and appropriate. Answer choice three, generalized response. And answer choice number four, localized response. A question like this can be intimidating because it asks you to identify the Rancho Los Amigos levels of cognitive functioning. Now, the bad news is if you haven't any idea of what Rancho Los Amigos levels of cognitive functioning are, that'll put you a little bit up a creek. However, you can still look at the names of each of these levels and it will give you some idea of what we're looking at. So, for instance, we go back up to the question and and the key information to identify is we've got a traumatic brain injury and we've got 
the patient responds to painful stimuli inconsistently. So we see a significant inconsistency. And then when the stimulus is introduced, the patient responds with gross body movements and vocalization. So you poke the patient and he groans and moves generally, but not specifically to where he was poked. So like sternal rub or anything trying to, to agitate the patient, you're not going to get a specific response, rather you're getting a general response. And so that's a, a huge key to identifying the key or the answer. So automatic and appropriate, this is a level seven on the Rancho Los Amigos scale. It's characterized by routine robot-like daily routines. So it's very automatic, but it is appropriate. So they're just moving through in robot-like fashion. Number two, confused and appropriate. This is where they can still complete the task, but it requires verbal input or instruction in order to complete. So they can do it, but it's not automatic yet. They are confused. Just think of someone who's sitting there waiting to be told what to do versus number one, the automatic appropriate. That's Rancho Los Amigos level seven, robot-like routine. Rancho Los Amigos six is confused and appropriate where they depend on external input to complete the task. So the correct answer is number three, generalized response. This is Rancho Los Amigos level two. This is where they demonstrate inconsistent and non-purposeful reactions to stimuli, including gross body movements, physiological changes, and vocalization to the stimulus. And then finally, number four, incorrect, is the localized response. This is Rancho Los Amigos level three. Uh, this is characterized by specific and inconsistent reactions to the stimuli, but also the ability to follow simple commands such as closing the eyes or squeezing the hands. So I think this question and the answer choices really highlight, even if you had no idea what they were talking about, let's say you completely blanked and had no memory whatsoever of ever covering Ranchos Los Amigos levels of cognitive functioning, you could walk yourself through this question and have a decent chance of answering correctly with just test taking strategies. Right, right. Again, don't get so overwhelmed like, holy cow, I don't know anything about this look at the words and say, okay, is there anything that indicates confusion here? Well, no. So it's not really confusion. Is there anything that indicates automatic here? Well, no. So you can pretty much eliminate number one, options one and two is incorrect right away. So then you're down to 50-50. Right. And take those odds. Yeah. Huge, huge increase in odds of answering that question correctly. And then the, the key word for you should be gross body movements and vocalization, which indicates a more general response versus specific response, such as, you know, can you close your eyes? And if the patient can close their eyes, it's a very localized response. Great sample question for the NPTE. Again, check out ptfinalexam.com slash studycast for your cheat sheet on that Will Cray method, that process of going through to make sure you're an answering the right question and you're doing it with the best possible chance of getting correctly, plus 10% off if you go to that page. Again, ptfinalexam.com slash studycast. Go there now. Download free study guides now at ariusmedical.com slash NPTE studycast. A-U-R-E-U-S-Medical.com slash NPTE studycast. Rewarding careers, experiences of a lifetime. Explore travel PT at ariusmedical.com. NPTE StudyCast. Brewed by the PT Pinecast.